Welcome to the Rebel Babe Cave, where we chat with amazing women within the worlds of sports, fitness, wellness, and business who aren't afraid to keep it real. Every week, we talk careers, relationships, and most importantly, the practice of self-care. Uncensored and unapologetic, you'll walk away from every episode with real-life takeaways and advice. No BS or fluff. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back, babes, to the Rebel Babe Cave. Oh my God, today's episode is so cool. It is like a serious girl talk session. We are talking about periods. That's right, (laughs) hormones, your cycle when you should be working out, when you should be taking a break, what you should be eating, supplements, strengthening your uterus. Like we are getting into it today. So if you are a dude and this isn't your thing, I think you might want to skip to the next episode unless you are super interested in this topic. Otherwise, welcome. (laughs) But before we go into that and meet our amazing, amazing guest, you guys are going to love her seriously. I just want to tell you guys a little bit about my nutrition program that is in beta right now. So a lot of you guys know I've been nutrition coaching for like two years, mainly one-on-one counting macros. And I realized that originally I thought counting macros was for everybody. And now after coaching for so long, I realized you know, it's really not. And there are people who are really busy who don't want to bother with it. There are people who don't even know what a macro is. And so I developed this really, really simple system plan program, basically to help people to fuel their bodies, reach their goals, eat what they want, live with balance and not count a single macro. So really excited. I had a nice little handful of incredible women in the beta class, and they have given me so much feedback so I can make this thing amazing. So in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be opening up enrollment for the real deal, the big launch. So stay tuned for that, you guys. If you follow me on Instagram, then you will hear about it. Same thing in Facebook, or if you're associated with Rebellia at all, trust me, you will be hearing about it. It's funny because I do have one-on-one clients and I love them dearly, but I am really looking forward to kind of expanding this and helping as many people as possible and kind of phasing out that one-on-one. You know, I am working on a certification that is leading me to dig deeper and I think I'm going to be able to help people at such a deeper level than just starting at the surface with food. So I'm really excited to see where that goes and where that takes me. And I know that as my one-on-one kind of like levels out that I will have this space to do it. So pretty pumped about that. And you guys, if you know me, you know, I'm a food nerd, I'm a nutrition geek, and I love this stuff. So that'll never stop. That'll never change. But yeah, so stay tuned to that. And as usual, if you guys have any questions or you want me to address anything on the podcast or you have an amazing human woman that you want on the show, please send them my way. I would love to have them. So our guest today, 
Barian Berry is a holistic menstrual health educator and practitioner. Her number one goal is to teach modern women how to have better periods naturally. As the founder of the Flow Academy, she focuses on teaching those who identify as female entrepreneurs or modern women how to utilize their menstrual cycle to optimize their life in sync with their monthly flow. From hormone balancing to cycle syncing to mood enhancing and self-healing, Barry covers it all and is excited to help you have your best period yet. Barry on Barry, welcome to the Rebel Babe Cave. What's up, babes? I'm Barry. Thanks for having me. I am so flippin' excited to have you here today. This is gonna be amazing. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. This is gonna be juicy. Talking about periods. So before we get started, one of the things that we do is called GGB, which is Goals, Gratitude, and Badassery. So mm. I want you to tell me what your current goals are, what you're grateful for, and something you've done recently that's pretty badass or that you're proud of. Oh gosh, that's like my whole life right now. Okay, so goals right now is really having a successful launch. There's an extension of my brand launching called the Flow Academy, and I've got some pretty lofty goals. I want to have like, you know, the financial goals of like at least generating 20K for the launch, but more importantly, I would love to have 20 women enrolled. So that's like not 20, but I should say 200. There's like 20 based off of each course, but 200 women enrolled, it's like the loftiest of the goals. Right now, I'm really grateful for just opportunities to speak and really normalize the conversation around menstruation because like who's talking about periods and (laughs) I love the fact that I get to be that person who adds a little bit more personality to something that's considered taboo and wow badassery what have I been up to it's like what haven't I been up to I think honestly today one of the coolest things that happened is I got featured in the every girl and I was kind of like their menstrual health expert so that is like the first thing there and then outside of that Gosh, I think I'm just going to stop there because I don't want to brag, but like it's been pretty dope around these parts for the past like month or two. That's so great. I love that. Thank you. So we're obviously going to talk about periods. It's such an important part of our health, like a woman's life. And it's always been this like icky, taboo subject to talk about. And recently, I mean, I have just felt even in just you know, talking about hormonal birth control and getting off of it, or I take these natural hormone supplements and I started taking those flow vitamins. I don't know if you've heard about those. And I get so many DMs just like, Hey, do those work? Or how do you feel about this? And women want to talk about it. You know, it's, we're doing it. <laughs> we are. <laughs> so I want you to just share a little bit about what you do and like why, because I, and I never do that when people come on here. I'm not like, tell me your story. But I just think that because of what you do, it's like, we need to talk about that. <laughs> I feel like the rebel babes will be able to like connect with us really deeply, especially those who are like trainers or in like competitions and like really athletic women. So I really got into this space specifically by trying to solve my own problem. When I was in high school, I was a high-level athlete. I was an all-American athlete, and then I went on to be a collegiate athlete, and I struggled with something called hypothalamic amenorrhea, and that's basically when your period goes missing. 
because your hormones are not balanced. You know, you have a lot more testosterone, a lot less estrogen, all these different things. But like, I was taught that it was normal because if you were an athlete, not having a period was really normal. Mm. But then when I started working in like the holistic health space, I was certified as a personal trainer and functional nutritionist. I started like realizing that I, as somebody who was training, felt different based off of my cycle. But then I also noticed like my clients were failing a lot when it came to that time of the month. And I was like, well, how can I bridge this gap and really solve this problem? So you know, a year and a half later, I've been doing holistic health for about three years, but like 2019 is when I started focusing on periods. I fixed my period and like the pain that was around it because like I was cramping, I was bloating. I literally hated my life when my period was happening. I didn't like being a woman, honestly, because I was like, this is the worst thing ever. So I decided, I I mean, you know, so many women are just like, this week. (laughs) Yeah. And then I finally like kind of figured that out. So January, 2019, I started February, 2019. I was like, okay, the period feels better. March, 2019. I was like, what? She's here. I had no idea my period was here because there was no pain, no cramping. It was just like, we're free today. Like we're going to flow. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) So I had a pain-free period. And then like kind of ever since then, I've been like forging my own path, trying to figure out how to explain it and share it. And now here we are, July 2020. Like, what's up? Let me fix your period, friend. I love it so friggin' much. So I was on the NuvaRank for flipping ever. I mean, Mm -hmm. forever. And then finally, I I don't know if it was like, I kind of got into getting rid of like toxic chemicals in my products and things like that. And I was like, I don't want to be on birth control anymore. I just don't want to, you know, it's like constant poison inside of me. You know, what am I doing? So I got off birth control and I had no idea, like no idea that you're, you know, maybe you should take a little care and figure that out. And I just did it. And two years later, I'm like, why is my cycle so completely screwed? Like, yeah, you know, like I'd get my period on the 5th and then the, the following month it would be like the 11th and then the following month it would be like the 23rd. And it just, and I was like accepting it until I was getting symptoms for like two full weeks. And then I was, mm. I, I just, okay, I have to do something. Yeah. So, okay. I was on the pill for like a year and a half when I was in college and I got off the pill because I was like, this isn't it. I just, my body knew, but I just went cold turkey. That was about six years ago now, I think. And so, you know, what a lot of women experience is something called post-birth control syndrome. And this is when your body is just kind of like, wait, what am I supposed to do? Because hormonal birth control does have so many synthetic forms of hormones. So like people are like, oh, it's just estrogen. No, anything made in a lab is not actually just estrogen. It may be a synthetic form of estrogen, but it's got an extra like chemical bond in it. It's like, listen, it's synthetic. It's fake. And am I allowed to swear before I say this? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> I always tell my clients in my community, stop putting fake shit in your body and expecting real results, natural results. Like I'm a straight shooter with it. And like, that's what hormonal birth control is. It's fake hormones you're putting in your body to regulate something. And it's like, that's not real. Like I don't care what anybody says. Stop mm-hmm. letting people lie to you. No, like think about it. 
if your body is already not, let's say, performing at its optimal state, right? We're already in pain and periods aren't actually supposed to be painful, but you're already in pain. Right. I know, right? Like, <laughs> periods aren't supposed to be painful. This just right. did, guys. <laughs> but, you know, period pain is an indication that something is wrong. So mm-hmm. when women are experiencing this pain, you can't put a Band-Aid over it. You actually have to go into it, identify what's going on so that you can actually heal it. But we're so busy trying to get these quick fixes. We're like, oh, we're listening to like our doctors, which our doctors are just trying to help. But a lot of doctors make a lot of money. Yeah. The more pharmaceuticals they're recommending and like newsflash friends, birth controls is pharmaceutical. Like hate to say it, hate to be the person <laughs> to say it. But you know, you can't put fake shit in your body and expect to get real results. It just won't work. Yeah. Well, there are so many women, I think that, you know, have like these debilitating periods and then they're, you know, putting that bandaid on a bullet wound. And it's almost like asking them to let go of their parachute. You know, they're like, no, 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 (laughs) I, I can manage this with this. And it's like, almost like a, they'd have to like leap a chasm to get to the point where they can have, you know, not have that crutch, I guess. So I always say like, if you're trying to get off of hormonal birth control, the first thing you need to do is like, just talk with your doctor and see if there are other options, right? So maybe you want to go through like a weaning process. So maybe go from the ring and go to like a mini pill or a combination pill because there's so many different types of things, right? I wouldn't say just go cold turkey like I did. Or me. (laughs) You know, like I would say like actually educate and inform yourself. There's a book called Beyond the Pill by Dr. Jolene Brighton. It's a phenomenal book. I would start with resources about educating yourself first, okay? Then I would slowly transition off because that way you can avoid a lot of side effects. Now, if you're like, listen, sis, this is all well and good, but like, my period is painful. I want you to actually take control of what you're putting in your body with food. The fuel, basically what you're eating is directly impacting a lot of inflammation in the body, but also so is stress. So like check that shit too. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people forget that stress is the, well, maybe people don't even know this, but cortisol specifically mm-hmm. is the HBIC when it comes to your hormones. She runs the show. So if cortisol is high, it throws off everything else in your body, causes more pain, inflammation, swelling, bloating, fatigue, all of these other things. It's literally like an onion. <laughs> and it's just like, control your stress, manage what you're eating, protein, healthy fat, fiber at every meal, Stay away from dairy as much as possible. I don't care what anybody says. Stay away from dairy. It feeds problems and we don't want those. And then cheese. (laughs) Like, I get that. But here's the thing about cheese, okay? So if women have something called estrogen dominance, okay? Cheese is literally feeding the estrogen. It's causing more inflammation in the body. We don't want that. We want a peaceful, zen, very bougie, spa-like feeling in our bodies, okay? We want to thrive in our bodies. So we don't want to fuel our bodies with things that are like, I don't want to say trash, but like trash. I, mean, I don't want to say it, but, and if you're going to have cheese, at least let it be the bougie cheese, right. okay? Like make sure it's like extra bougie. Also, if you do have to do dairy, try to do like a goat dairy. It's a different kind of protein makeup, which this might be getting way too like boring, but 
it's helpful and it's good information to know, but I would say watch out for salts, oils, sugars, watch out for dairy and your stress. If you can check all of that at the door, you should be able to transition off successfully, but like talk to your doctor. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Moral of the story, talk to your doctor. Oh, I love it. So periods aren't supposed to be painful. Yeah. What a concept, right? (laughs) I mean, I will tell you since, you know, finding some of these like natural supplements that I've been taking and the flow vitamins, they they say that they're supposed to take the pain away. I've had friends report that that's not accurate for them. I think I've done about two months worth of it. And day one is still just absolutely miserable. But I did notice that mood, it's definitely improved my mood and my energy like throughout the month. So I'm like, maybe you're not helping with cramps, but I'll take these other benefits. So what can we do? (laughs) What can we do? Those of us who aren't on hormonal birth control and, you know, we're trying to do all the other things. What can we do? To manage pain. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing is making sure you're actually cycle syncing and basically looking at your menstrual cycle and honoring those four phases because there are four phases. That's the first thing you need to be doing. If you are trying to launch a program when you're on your period, what are you doing? Why would you exert so much energy, right? Right. But it's perfect to launch a program when you're in that week post period or like when you're ovulating, you have the energy, you can show up, you can give all of your energy to the external world. So you really want to make sure that you're actually practicing cycle syncing like through and through. I kid you not, it's life-changing, okay? It really is. The second thing is I use two supplements. I have not tried like the flow gummies, so I can't speak to those, but I use something called Semaine Health. It is literally only for the week of your period. You don't take it any other time except for the week of your period. And it has nine incredible superfoods in it that help with like the inflammation, the discomfort, and the pain. I literally never stop talking about it. It is my tried and true. If you're somebody who takes like Midol, Pamprin, Ibuprofen, throw all of that in the trash and get Semaine and get your life together. Like all that just so people can find it. It's S-E-M-A-I-N-E, Semaine Health. I'll send you the link so you can like put in the show notes for them. Amazing. But it is literally so life-changing and it is my number one recommendation if you cannot manage things with just food. From there, I take another supplement called Ova Moon. It's O-V-A and then Moon, M-O-O-N. And this is something I take all month long and it's for hormone and menstrual balancing support. Mm -hmm. So it's filled with a lot of those micronutrients and trace minerals like your B vitamins, folate, iron, iodine, selenium. It's like Mm -hmm. so much goodness. Okay. So I would definitely start with those two things for management. But like, if you're like, listen, I don't need another supplement, Barry. Like I just don't (laughs) need it. Organic raspberry leaf tea, eight to 12 ounces every single day. Thank me later. Listen, It strengthens and tones the muscles of the uterus. Yes, yes. I know they're not telling us these things, but what's really cool about this is when a woman is in her third trimester, like prepping for labor and delivery, they actually recommend that she drinks organic raspberry leaf tea to strengthen and tone the muscles of the uterus to get ready to push the baby out. So like we want to strengthen and tone the muscles of the uterus to get ready to shed that endometrium lining so that the bleed is like easy. Like we don't want to 
stress out and I feel like you're like so mind blown so I'm gonna stop talking but like <laughs> it's the best three dollars or four dollars you'll spend a month yeah. honest to god I mean and we're like talking about strength and toning like we're all we're doing that all day in the gym so it's like yeah poor thing <laughs> yeah I'm just saying like I think a lot of people forget the importance of the pelvic floor as it relates to menstruation, but it's just like, listen, ladies, we can do all the glute bridges we want. Okay. Right. (laughs) Do all the Kegels you want, but like also like, let's get something in your actual physical system to help strengthen and tone the muscles of the uterus. Because what happens is that soft muscle tissue has to expand and contract so that it releases. But if you're training and your prostaglandins, which is the reason you're cramping, if those levels are way too high, you're going to be like, this is a bitch. So like, just get something in there to use that pain. And I think tea is like really the first place to start. Then with the supplements, I recommend it. So a lot of us are, you know, we, we watch our diet. I'm not super crazy hardcore right now, but I keep things in like kind of a window I'm mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I have nutrition clients also. And like you said, you know, the time of the month comes around and it's like everyone becomes a garbage can. Yeah. And I mean, for me personally, it's like, I have this belief that the more chocolate I eat, the better I will feel. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I can get with it. And I'm like, I just need to dump chocolate down my down my throat, and then every and then this cramping will go. Everything will be better. So, what about cravings? Will all this other stuff, everything you mentioned, help with cravings, or is there something else? First of all, let's just honor the cravings, okay, <laughs> ladies? Like, I am a big fan of. I believe that cravings are their own language, and it's really your body telling you what you need. But you have to retrain your brain and say, okay. I'm craving chocolate. You're not craving chocolate because you really want chocolate. Your body is craving the magnesium that is within chocolate, the antioxidants that are in chocolate. So instead of reaching for like some like trash chocolate, okay, I'm not going to name drop any brands, but like we all know those bad brands, okay, reach for cacao or even, you know, those uh, chocolate covered pomegranate seeds? Mm Mm-hmm. Those are like one of my favorite things if I feel like I need chocolate and like my supplements aren't working, like give me those. Yeah. Honor the craving because the more you deny yourself what you really want, the more likely you are to binge on the back end and that's what we don't want. It deters us from our goals and all of that. So actually honor your cravings, but begin to understand it. A lot of women share that they love salty things like chips mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> you you don't actually want the chips. You don't actually want the salt. Your body's probably asking for more water, selenium, as well as iodine. So I always tell women like, hey, are we getting enough selenium? Are we getting enough <laughs> iodine? Are we getting enough iron? What is our body actually needing? Not to mention, I should probably add that the metabolism changes throughout the menstrual cycle. So when people are feeling like, a dumpster. Okay. When you're just like, I want everything to eat. It's actually okay. Because metabolically your body is preparing itself for like a potentially viable pregnancy Mm. through a rise in a hormone called progesterone, which listen guys, if you don't know what that is, just know that your body kind of preps for a baby, even if you're not going to have one. So your metabolism increases and that's why you want to eat everything. But again, all right, there's some good news. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Because as soon as you're like, as soon as your body's like, Oh, I'm not going to be pregnant. That's when the progesterone decreases and the body gets ready to shed that like endometrium lining and menstruation begins to start. So again, 
honor the cravings, but like be smart about it. Like, okay, if you like ice cream, please don't go for like a regular ice cream. Grab some like oat milk ice cream. It's okay. You know, like find those alternatives and those substitutions. Don't make it like overly complicated. Yeah. I love that. I, I mean, as a nutrition coach, I generally tell my clients like, look, any restrictions you put on yourself, you're just going to go lose your mind later. So it's better to just kind of like work it in and be mindful. Mm-hmm. I like to tell people to like make sure they're regulating their blood sugar levels as well. I feel like there we have a tendency to forget how important that actually is, mm-hmm. especially as it relates to hormonal health and regulation. So, you know, anybody that's a client, Anyways, the revel day, make sure you are actually eating frequently as opposed to like eating every six hours, try to eat every three to four hours because it helps to regulate that metabolism and that blood sugar level. I don't know if you know anything about this. I want to ask you because intermittent fasting is like a hot. Yeah. And honestly, I personally want to hate it because it's just another... It's just another friggin' thing that people are like, oh, is this going to yeah. be a magic pill? But hormonally, kind of trash, you know, like we're not, we're not. Yeah. So I would love your opinion on that because I mean, I've some arguments on intermittent fasting and how I do not feel like it is the best for women, you know, from a hormonal standpoint, which, you know, our hormones, our hormones can really screw us up. So um, how can I say this delicately? It's trash, you guys. It is trash. I'm just going to be honest with you. If you are really trying to regulate your hormones and honor your cycle, you need to listen to your body. Stop listening to people who do not menstruate (laughs) tell you how to get the physique that you want, Mm. how to lose weight. There is a way that you can get the physique you want and lose weight all in sync with your cycle that actually allows you to eat more than 12 hours a day, or I don't even know how long the window is for intermittent fasting. Like somebody told me like, I have to fast for like 15 hours. And I'm like, yo, what? Like I'm hungry for you. Like, (laughs) like, Different windows or options. And then there's some where it's like, there are some days where you're only consuming 500 calories, but you're, it's more on the other day. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a few different ways to do it. But ultimately it's like, just fucking eat. Like (laughs) my concept is eat better, not less. That is my food philosophy. And like, I'm just going to say this ladies, like if you think I'm blowing smoke at you, I just want you to know I have a six pack. Okay. Like I'm actually in shape and I do not intermittent fast at all. I'm very lean and very toned. I'm, I promise you what I'm saying actually works. What we're saying about intermittent fasting, we're not saying it's bad. We're saying it's not helpful for your hormones in that you need to do something different. That is what we're saying. And we're here to inform you, not offend you. But if you're offended, like take a hike. (laughs) Bye. Like, well, I just, I feel like, you know, in the training space, a lot of us have a tendency to listen to non-menstruating individuals who reset every 24 hours, our male counterparts, they reset hormonally every 24 hours. We reset hormonally every 28 days. Please explain to me why we're trying to listen to them tell us how we should look. Oh. Like, no offense, not trying to like be a jerk, but like, think about it, ladies. Like, just saying. <laughs> Reach it. I mean, a friend of mine, we're talking about this and we we're saying, you know, like we're not just mini men. And so a lot of these studies are done on men and then they're just a, mm, copied and pasted and applied to women because dealing with the cycles 
in a study and all of the things that, you know, can affect it, it's the variables are endless. Immense. Yeah. So deal with it. You know, it's like, why are we going to waste some time and money on a study on women? We can just do it on men and then just say it works fine. So here's the funny thing. Women are most similar to men one week of the month, and that is the week post-period before ovulation. So in that follicular phase, mm. that is when we are most similar to men. That means there's another 21 days where we're like on completely different pages. And, you know, in like the STEM space in science, you know, unfortunately, there isn't enough research done on women. Mm-mm. because we are cyclical. They're like, we want something linear. We want something predictable. Ladies, we all know we're not predictable. Like we might, we might try to be like, Hey, we just want the simple life. But like, let's be honest, like we're very particular and we we're very specific and that's okay. But again, we want to honor the ebbs and flows of our actual biology, our actual physiology in our anatomy. Stop ignoring it. And it's like, Listen, it's not to take a nod at like guys and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. But like, I don't know if you're not bleeding. I'm not sure I can listen to you, bro. Like, Don't talk to me about it. So let's talk about training because I know I read some articles a long time ago about how your cycle, like different parts of your cycle can affect your strength. You know, we're all like weak bitches, like the week of our period and it's miserable and sad. And then there's that, you know, that one week where we're like, we can smash PR. So I would love to hear your perspective on training. I would love to share it. But first I have to give you guys the hottest tip out there. If any of you are figure competitive, any type of competition, okay. Make sure you schedule it the week you are ovulating. Okay. The reason I'm (laughs) saying this is because your body is going to be a little bit fuller. And you're still going to be really lean and have that like physique that you're looking for. But also women are literally magnetic when they are ovulating, like because of pheromones, like people are attracted to that more. So like hottest tip out there. Now let's get into the specifics of training. So I like to do everything based off of like your macro, meso, and micro cycles, right? So if you're looking at your entire training plan, you want to make sure that the week you're on your period, you're doing things more active recovery related, very light related things. Your body is not going to want to lift. So don't like really like force it to do anything really heavy. The week post period in that follicular phase, you really want to make sure that you start doing more of that strength and resistance related thing the week. Uh, I would say you can also towards the end of that going into ovulation, you can actually start doing that, like maxing out a lot of like pick shit up, put shit down, very heavy. (laughs) When you're ovulating, because you only ovulate technically for 24 hours, that is when you want to max out. That is when you want to go off in the gym. That's when we're PR. Literally your estrogen is at its highest. Your luteinizing hormone is at its highest. It's as simple as that, but I would say about three days after ovulating, we want to take things down again. We want to go from that higher intensity related stuff and like that resistance related thing back down to something lower intensity. So I'm always telling people like Pilates and like vinyasa flows, different things like that. But that's because most of the women I talk to don't train a lot. They're just kind of like me where we used to train a lot, but now we're kind of just like, eh three, four days a week, let's go box, something chill. But if you're like really into like lifting, you got to make sure that you're honoring each and every phase of your cycle, but being a little more intentional. So answer the question. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's cool. what, so what about like CrossFit? Because like doing things like 
I'm starting to kind of, I mean, I'm getting old. (laughs) So I'm starting to look at, you know, okay, so my hormones and my training and what's best. And I do CrossFit because it keeps me from being bored. Okay. Very bored doing just, you know, like the bodybuilding type stuff or I don't know, even the powerlifting and the and the Olympic lifting, I don't really care about being strong anymore, right? Like, I just want to look good naked. Like, I just want to like... <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I own a store, so I, like, I want to look good in, in the clothes that we sell. Yeah. Like, you know, that sort of thing. I don't really care about, you know, hitting PRs anymore. But I heard that, you know, like a high intensity, something like CrossFit could not be good hormonally. Or what do you think on that? I always say two weeks high, two weeks low. Okay. And this is like straight up the week post period, the week you're ovulating, go high, go big or go home. Like that's what I want you to literally go off the week you're PMSing in the week of your period. You don't want to be doing that because it will throw off your hormonal levels. It will cut exercise of any kind really does cause the body to increase your cortisol levels. And that's, Right. And that is like the thing we want to keep as low as possible. And it's natural to have some cortisol in your bloodstream. That is literally part of its job. But when you're exercising, you have to be very cautious that you're not stressing the body out too much. So I would say two weeks of the month, go to CrossFit every single day, go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you notice that you're starting to feel a lot more fatigued and lethargic and like you're physically seeing changes. So your boobs are swelling, you're getting bloaty. I would not go that week. I would not go the week that you're on your period just to honor your cycle. I know that last week I was in my PMS phase and I really wanted to train like hard. Well, instead of training hard, I went boxing. I love boxing. It was so different than what my body, because I'm like a sprinter. Like I'm ready to like just go crazy, right? Well, I went boxing instead. I was like, you know what? I feel like I want to hit some shit today. So I went into the gym. I'm with my trainer and we were just boxing and I really enjoyed it. But at the same time, I could tell after boxing, I was like, ooh, my body's ready to have a seat. The rest of the week, I just did like slow yoga flows and some Pilates just because I still wanted to be active, but I didn't want to like go overboard with it. I feel like maybe I'm speaking for a lot of women listening to this that are like freaking out right now. Like, no, <laughs> two weeks. I think you can build your training plan though. Like if you build your own plan, you can build it very easily and sync with your cycle. And if you work with a trainer, you can tell your trainer what your needs are. Like, Hey, I can tell you for a fact that right now my hormones are in an off position and my energy is super low. So like at least the first five days, if you have a five day period, that first five days, try to be as low impact as possible, especially if you are competing for a competition. Like if that's a thing, don't just not train. Okay. <laughs> like, don't just not trade and like deter from your training plan, but be You're aware. Like, Mary told me I don't have to do shit. <laughs> right. Everyone's trainer's going to be like, oh, are you guys the worst? And I'm like, slow down doc. Like slow down, slow down. But I think that just really honoring that and saying like, Hey, this is where I'm at. So if I can't put up this set today, if I can't do this rep, just know I'm bleeding and it's okay. It's our job to communicate people about to communicate what's going on in our body, if that makes sense. Like 
male trainers aren't going to know. They're going to be like, pain's weakness leaving the body, bro. Don't even come over here with that trash. (laughs) And like, I grew up in a military family. Like I have three older brothers. So anytime I was just like, oh, I can't do this. They're like, you're weak. Nah, (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. My body wants to like prepare to like shed something. And then I found out like, oh, you're in your period. That makes sense. So like, just have those conversations and make it, if it's awkward, make it like humorous, like, listen, my uterus is exploding. Could you leave me alone? And like guys typically respond really well to that. Yeah. I definitely think, especially like in my age bracket, like most dudes that I talk to are married. And so like, you know, if I say something to my trainer about a period, he's not like, ew, he's, you know, he's like, oh yeah, I get that. You know, cause they're married and they, they deal with it. I mean, honestly, like I'm 26 and I have not dealt with like anybody being weird about periods. Like when I open up a conversation, especially if they're men, like they're so chill about it. They're like, Oh, this makes a lot of sense. And like, (laughs) it's kind of interesting because I've had people say like, Hey, my boyfriend told me to follow you. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, where did he find me? Like he saw you and so-and-so's thing. And I'm like, all right, like, thanks bro. Like, you know, so I think that men are a lot open to it. It's just like, we need to hit them with the science behind it as opposed to like our emotions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause then it should be good. I mean, it's like, I will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I was actually reading a few articles that said like guys might have a PMS phase too, but like, they're still going back and forth. I'm not sure if it's true, but like, just saying or like sympathy sympathy pms yeah we can like throw that around if we need to but (laughs) it should be a pretty easy conversation to navigate if you can say like hey there's four phases there's two phases where i'll show up and be strong and there's two phases where i'm not going to be so strong and i just need you to understand that based off of what's happening hormonally and most trainers will be like okay i get it i love that though i think like circling back to the cortisol and stress like I think so many women just like beat themselves into the ground with their training, especially like when they start getting momentum and they start seeing mm-hmm. results. It's just so easy to be like, okay, no days off. Cause they're so afraid to fall off. I have a client that was like working out six days a week. And I was like, do you really need to, do you, mm. need, you know, do you need all six days? Like your goals, you have goals and that's great, but like, there's no timeline. There's no, you know, so maybe give yourself an extra rest day or two and just chill because that cortisol, it doesn't like stress on your body. It doesn't give a fuck. If you're stressed out over money, it doesn't care about, you know, if it's physical stress, like the gym is actual stress. We just don't see it as that way because it's a stress relief for a, a lot of us, but it does put stress on the body. I always tell people, give yourself permission to bleed and be like, I need to put it on a t-shirt. It's an (laughs) anthem. It's a whole vibe because here's the thing. As somebody that has competed at a very high level, I know what it's like to like be on that momentum. I get it. Like I don't work with like mindset coaches. I read books by Tim Grover who like trained Kobe and like Michael Jordan. Like I'm an athlete. Okay. So my brain is always just like, if I'm not putting in the work and putting in the hours, somebody else is. But my body is just like, girl, if you don't have a seat, so you have to listen to your body. You have to honor that cycle. And it's like, look, 
two days of taking time to actually rest and recover is helping your body and your muscles more than you training through. And if you don't realize that by now, we got a lot of work to do. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rest and recovery is so important. And most of us suck at that part. And I mean, I tell people like schedule in some vacation time. Like I'm a little dramatic with like how I say things, but I say, give yourself about three days of vacation. We want it the day before your period, the day of your period and the day after your period, right? Like I'm not talking about like full out vacation days, but I'm talking about giving yourself time to step away from your inbox, to step away from the weights, step away from like responding and reacting as much as possible and being present with yourself energy wise, feel where pain might be in your body, tune into your emotions because we don't want to ignore those. Because a lot of times when you have pain in your body, it's because there's some emotional pain happening as well. And it's physically manifesting itself aside from just the training. So it's just like, get in tune with your body and utilize that to your advantage. Because at the end of the day, like your flow is what makes you such a strong individual. But you have to know your flow and how to use it, and then you should be good. If you don't know it, like, get to know her. She's great, I promise. (laughs) We love Aunt Flo, but, like, also she acts up sometimes, but we love her for the most part. (laughs) We love her. I mean, she could just send a text message and just be like, you're good. (laughs) You know what? Here's a crazy thing. She does actually send us a lot of messages, but we're so fixated on achieving our goal right? We're so in our like action state that we're like, we leave Aunt Flo, like she's on mute in the group chat. Like we're not talking to Aunt Flo. We don't see her messages. So we're like, oh, I just checked my panties. Hey Flo, how are you? (laughs) Like it's one of those moments where, you know, like I said, give yourself the day before the day of and the day after you should be good to go. Even if it's like some type of like crazy training situation happening, just really give yourself that time to deload. I think that might be the proper word. I don't know. Or like refeed. I don't know. I'm trying. I never did like the figure computing, so I don't really know the terms, but like I'm trying. I love it so much. Oh my goodness. I feel like we could even open an entire other can of worms and just like getting in the body and like listening to your body, but we will not go. <laughs> okay. I'm like, yeah, that's a deep conversation. That I could definitely speak on for a hundred more years. So, oh my goodness. We like to end on a quote. I feel like you said a really good one, but now I want another. <laughs> Ooh, a quote. Yeah. Like, what kind of quote do we want? Like, Like, something that you're just kind of like living by right now, or something that maybe has recently spoken to you, or or is something that you, you know, has kept you going in the past. Oh, I'm so glad you asked because I actually have quotes sitting on my desk right now. Um, You know what? I'm going to say something, and I'm probably not going to quote this gentleman correctly, but you don't have to love the hard work, you just have to crave the end result. Mm. And I think that that can apply to so many different things. And I feel like the rebel babes can resonate with that on like a very deep level. As long as you're craving the end result and honoring the ebbs and flows of your cycle, you should be good. I love it. Jerry, I'm obsessed with you. Where, Where can everyone find you? 
Oh God. Okay. Where can't you find me? No, um, I'm mostly on Instagram. You can literally search Berion Elberry on Instagram, but honestly you type in PMS and I should be like the first face that pops up because I'm pretty sure no one else is like got in their bio PMS. Like that's how I optimize my bio, but you can also find me on the flow Academy on Instagram, theflowacademy.com. That's my website. And last but not least my podcast flow with Barry on Barry. You are amazing. Thank you so much for coming. I hope everyone learned something. You probably should have learned 10 some things, but I hope everyone <laughs> got so much out of this today. Incredible. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rebel Babe Cave. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe and we'd love it if you left a review. See you next week.